Narcissism Exposed, the truth about how narcissists use flying monkeys against you. Today at QueenBeing.com. everybody, I'm Angie Atkinson, Certified Life Coach, Author, and Survivor. Uh, if you want to learn more about narcissism and narcissistic abuse recovery, please visit QueenBeing.com. If you're looking to get some help with uh, some support and maybe move forward to take your next steps, go to NarcissismSupportCoach.com and that's where you'll be able to find a free five-day uh, email course that I designed specifically for narcissistic abuse survivors, as well as booksangiewrote.com where you can find all of my books which are under $5. All right, so we're going to start today with a quote, um, <laughs> just to kind of get in the mood, I guess, uh, from The Wizard of Oz. The scarecrow who said, as he was describing the flying monkeys, <laughs> first the flying monkeys took my legs off and they threw them over there. Then they took my chest out and they threw it over there. Now, why would I put this in this in this particular video? Well, we're going to talk about flying monkeys today and what that means in, in terms of narcissists and their manipulation. Okay, uh, but this is just to give you an idea of where the term came from. Okay, and also if you think about it, narcissists do kind of tear you apart a little bit, don't they? <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's go. All right. So for as much as I've discussed narcissism and how it affects relationships, both on queenbeing.com and in several of my books, I have, as well as here at YouTube, um, I have never fully covered the topic of flying monkeys at YouTube. So I'm not talking about the kind of flying monkeys from the movie, though. That's the thing. I'm talking about the kind that are real people who are so often used as pawns in the gaslighting and manipulation games of a narcissist. And, you know, while I have mentioned that phenomenon before, I've really yet to fully define it here on this channel. So let's get started there. All right, so what is a flying monkey? Okay, it might be a funny comparison calling them flying monkeys, but the reality of it is anything but funny, and you all know it. Um, a, quick and def a quick and dirty definition of a narcissist flying monkey is a person who does the narcissist bidding for them. Now, sometimes they don't know it. The people who are being used as flying monkeys flying monkeys mumpies that's funny right the flying people that are being used in this capacity are often unaware of their role in the puppet show the narcissist is putting on and you know the stage they set for their gaslighting and manipulation and of course their very preferred state of drama and other times you know the flying monkeys are kind of in on it with them whether they you know know that they're doing something terrible or not um okay so let's talk first about the unwitting flying monkey, you know, the well-meaning one, right? So often they do come in the form of well-meaning friends and loved ones. They show up trying to gently convince you to go along with what the narcissist wants, and it's generally a direct result of their own manipulation by the narcissist. So a toxic narcissist, a toxic narcissist is going to do anything to, you know, to get her way including telling lies about you and or others in order to make things go their way. Okay, so whether it's a male or a female, this is a common tactic. A real life example of how a narcissist uses a flying monkey. So let's say that you've gone no contact with your narcissistic abusive father and gosh, life has never been better. And meanwhile, 
Joe, let's call him, has recently married into your family and your narcissistic father has convinced this guy that you're the tyrant who has victimized him since you first spoke, right? Now, Joe, trying to make everything better between you and everyone else in the family, because it's, you know, Joe, Joe means, well, Joe has a great family of his own, and maybe he just wants to, you know, spread the love, and he wants his his new, you know, wife's family to, to be great or whatever. So, Joe comes to you and pleads your father's case, begging you to let your father back in the, into your life, you know, for the sake of the family. But Joe doesn't understand all the things that happened before. Joe doesn't understand what's the dynamic between you and your father, and so... You don't want to hurt Joe, but you also know that allowing your father, the narcissist, back into your life would be incredibly toxic for you. You've gone no contact for a reason, right? So you try to express this to Joe, but of course he's already been warned that you quote-unquote might say that, so he continues on his mission to help fix your relationship. Eventually you might have to be real direct and say, look, that's it. I don't want this. Here is why. I'm just going to be real straight up blunt with you. Uh, and of course, you know, this is kind of again you're playing into the to the whole thing and it's 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 incredibly infuriating because what this narcissist has effectively done here is not only gaslight you um but also by putting you in this position where you are being forced to defend yourself and he looks like the innocent victim because he of course came into the situation as the initial person and so you know, he, he seems, he's good at playing the victim. He's good at manipulating, pulling all those strings, right? So this is what you have to realize is you don't want to be rude to this nice new person in your family, but here you are having to be like, look, just lay off. Either that or you just have to suffer and suck it up and pretend, you know? So, but when you go no contact, you do so for a reason, especially when you're dealing with a parent, right? All right, let's talk about the co-narcissist flying monkey, rare but real. All right, so... Like we said, the, the, the unwitting flying monkey is one thing. It's very difficult, really complicates your life. But the, the, the co-narcissist kind is much more sinister. So what do I mean? Well, ah, we're going to talk about that. And the thing is, not a lot of people really talk about this kind of flying monkey. Okay, So every now and then, two, two or more narcissists will join forces. And this is when things get incredibly ugly. So when one narcissist is willingly doing the other narcissist's bidding, you've got two relentless, abusive manipulators against you, and then of course, you've really got a problem. So this happens in couples, this happens between parents and children, um, and even just among friends. And the only thing you can do is to either go no contact, ideally, obviously, or if you must stay in the person's life, say if you're co-parenting or whatever, you need to get really good at taking control of that situation. So how do you let go of the flying monkeys? How do you release them, you know, without a bunch of pain? Well, um, this is what's the best way to deal with a flying monkey situation? Should you try to convince them that you're right? Should you just try to keep quiet to maintain your sanity? What do you do? Well, it depends on the person, okay? So a lot of times trying to convince them of the narcissist's true intention might be pointless. And in those cases, the best thing you can do is smile, nod, and then go ahead and do what's best for you. Because basically what I'm saying is, um, you know, just, just, you just humor these people when they mean well, okay? And, and you just go, okay, I understand your concern. Don't worry, everything's going to be fine. I understand. And then just do what you need to do because no one can control your life. No one can tell you what to do. If, if you're in the right place for yourself, it doesn't matter what other people think, especially people in this type of a capacity, okay? 
So what if a narcissist is using you as a flying monkey? How do you deal with that? Well, there is a chance that a narcissist might use you as a flying monkey in order to victimize someone else. And this is even if you're in, in the you know the primary supply role. So, but just a few little hints or tips you can, uh, little, little clues you can watch for. Let's talk about that, okay? So if you are hearing a lot of negativity from one side of the argument, and you're trying to help it resolve it, but you're not hearing a lot of negativity from the other side, right? So, for example, if you are um, fighting with, or you know, if your your mother and your and your father are fighting for something, or arguing, and you were in the middle of it, and you, your mother is just like, oh, he's the worst person in the whole wide world, la la la. Your father's not saying a whole lot. Yeah, that that could be. Uh, definite triangulation there. Uh, this might be the case if you have taken sides with someone in your life who has taken sides against you before. Okay, so uh, look, I can think of a situation in my own life like this where uh, with my aunt, who is actually more like a cousin, she's six months younger than I am, uh, and my brother, who was three years younger than I was, uh, He, the three of us as children would always, when we'd be together, sometimes it would be her and I against him, sometimes it would be him and I against her, sometimes it would be her and him against me. It was always some, you know, rotating <laughs> order. And I think that's pretty normal with children. But um, as you become an adult, you know, you generally are pretty loyal to who you're loyal to. So if you have had to take sides with someone um, who has taken sides against you before, then you might be being manipulated by a narcissist. Um, if you were trying to get someone to change their mind in order to make a third party happy or satisfied or otherwise pleased. So, you know, if you were in positions where you don't really care about the outcome or the outcome that you're trying to achieve isn't exactly what you would have chosen yourself, but you're doing it in order to make another person happy, well, this might very well be a case where you're being manipulated by a narcissist in order to hurt someone else. Um, another sign is that you might be trying to, to help solve a decades-old problem that you just became aware of, and, and you might not know all the details that are involved. So how can you avoid being used as a flying monkey? Well, first of all, avoid taking sides unless you are a personal witness to a situation and have a valid opinion that matters to you on that topic because of what you witness. If you choose to try to help someone who might be a narcissist in order to try to cause someone else to do something, you have to be sure you know all the facts first. For example, if someone accuses another person of neglecting or abusing their children, you know, make sure you've seen real proof of those accusations made against them before, you know, like you, you need verbal confirmation from the children or you need physical or psychological signs in the children or failing that, police reports, recordings, or actual proof. So you need to just refuse to get involved in situations that don't directly affect you personally when it comes to arguing or trying to help someone else get their way. That is really the key, okay? All right, so this is all we're going to talk about for this particular episode. Um, so tell me, let's talk about it. Let's get going in the comments. Do you personally know any flying monkeys? Is there a chance that you've been used as one? Um, have you had the flying monkeys used against you? Let, let's talk about it, please. Share your thoughts, share your experiences in the comments, and uh, and let's move forward. Um, I will be back later today for another episode of Go Ask Angie, which I in which I will answer live um, a I will not live, I guess. I mean, I will be live, but I will answer without a script um, a a comment from and or question from at least one YouTube viewer today. All right. So we will talk about this soon. Everybody have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you soon.